Yowie wowie! My name's Eric Goldstein. Welcome to Respect to Combat. We got a hell of a show for you today. Stay tuned. Woohoo! And what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of that Respect to Combat podcast, episode 135. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about and cover today between week one of NFL season starting and a couple of returns and wrestling. But with that being said, as always, I got my brother from another mother. What's up, Trico? What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. We got a lot to go over here, don't we? Yep. Well, with that being said, you ready just to hop into these mainstreams? What we got first? Well, first thing first, football season is back. We, like I said, we are pat, we have made it past week one. And with that being said, are the New York Jets cursed? I mean, they've literally, been cursed they're, for years. they've been cursed for years, bro. It wasn't even it wasn't even a quarter of the first quarter yet. He, he, Aaron Rodgers was in his fourth play as a Jet, and he suffers an Ache- a, a season-ending Achilles injury. In better well, news, though, in better news, though, Tua made it through Week One without a concussion. Well, he's out for the for, for the whole season. What a bad way to start, right? And that's why, like, that's kind of why I'm like, are they cursed? Like, I know my dad's gonna be pissed off at me for saying this right now because he's a Jets fan. I mean, sorry, Dad. Like, I didn't, Man, I, I didn't it do crazy. it. It's not my fault. Your team's cursed. Well. Well, as long as our Dolphins don't suck this year, I'm good. Oh no, bro. You know, I know what's actually really funny. Up here in Ohio, all I've been hearing lately, like from NFL fans, is, oh, Miami actually has a really solid team this year. Or, oh, Miami looks like they're going to take it all the way. Like, even over at over at Sam's work, uh, over at Sam's work, her bosses were even saying to her, yeah, the Dolphins look like they're going to take it this year. And I'm just over here like, finally, finally well, people have faith in us. <laughs> well, well, this is what people don't realize. This is just the first half. The second half is what really matters. Oh, yeah. No, I, I completely understand that but if the dolphins keep playing like they did last weekend oh yeah i definitely see them being super bowl contenders this year like i'm not trying to be biased as a dolphins fan here but i mean two of through 455 yards three touchdowns yes he had one interception but 455 with three touchdowns and i'm pretty sure his passing conversion rate was like about was like about 72 percent yep but uh let's see what they do uh, next sunday because um uh, all about the like i said before yeah this is well, just the first half Everybody Everybody is still getting their foot in, their foot in right now. Well, you mean I was gonna say you mean this Sunday? Yeah, yeah, this Sunday coming because um I keep thinking it like uh like uh because um normally uh I'm more of a uh a basketball fan because like ever since like look listen man I've been to every Miami championship celebration except for the Dolphins. I need that before I leave this damn earth, bro. Same, same here. It's like bro, before I leave this earth, I need to see the Dolphins get a ring. All right, it's like it's just a thing I need to see happen i've seen the marlins win the world series i've seen the miami heat get their ring i need to see the dolphins get their damn ring anywho before we get off a more a, a more of a tangent here we did see the return of jade cardgill and nia jacks to aew television i did, did nia jacks wait she was off tv well, the, the last time she was there, she made a surprise appearance at the royal rumble but she was scheduled uh, to return like uh Cause she signed a contract. I think it was like oh. after like WrestleMania, but they didn't know when she was gonna re- return. And then um, this previous Monday Night Raw was the the day that she returned. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what the heck I was getting confused there for a second. Yes, no. Nia Jax returned this past Monday night on Raw. I don't know why was I confusing Nia Jax for Nyla Rose. Jeez, I I was legitimately thinking that Nia. I I for some reason thought Nyla Rose's name was Nia Jax. Uh, anywho, before I die. Um, 
Yeah. So Nia Jax made her return to Monday Night Raw, um, demolishing Rhea Ripley completely. How do you feel about this, Trico? This is not going to happen to the women's division at all. Like, Rhea has no competition. You're not going to put Rhea versus Becky right now because uh, Becky is currently now the new NST Women's Champion. Congratulations, by the way, which is now Grand Slam Becky. So, um, like I said, they're not going to do that because they're going to save that for WrestleMania. So, bringing Nia Jax back, like, it's not going to help the women's division at all, but if it's going to give, like, Rhea some time to get busy with, uh, um, develop a, a story with Nia Jax, fine. I don't care, but... I, do you really see Nia Jax really being a help in the women's division? Because look what she has done. All she does is just help get injuries for everybody. The only time she was relevant is she when she gave Becky that bloody nose. I completely agree. I didn't think this was a good move by the WWE to bring Nia Jax back into the company. Mainly just because, I mean, I mean, look at how many of them she injured. Like, look at how many wrestlers she injured just from blatant irresponsibility now mind you i know that she's been training recently i know that she's been training with natalia with mojo rally she's been trained she's been in the ring doing the work i hope it helps i pray it helps but jade cargill also made her return to AEW television at last weekend's collision at last weekend's collision episode making steam steam waves to chris statlander uh going right after her tbs championship and if you haven't seen already she will be facing she will be facing Chris Statlander tonight on Rampage which do I spoil it do I not spoil it should I just leave it for them to find out some people Mari saw it but I hate to be the uh the person that that comes out of the horse's mouth but um Jay Cargill she gonna be leaving soon to go to WWE yes lots of reports are stating that Jade Cargill is on her way out of AEW and gonna be jumping ship over to WWE um it's being said right now that she will not be on the NXT brand and she'll be going directly to the main roster why that's a mistake that is definitely yeah, I, a mistake. I think that's I think, a, I think that's a huge mistake. She's still yeah, too great. I think, she, I think she should develop her craft for NSC, maybe about six six months to a year, have her win the NSC women's title there, and then go to the to the main roster. Because you don't want her to be fish food to Charlotte Flair and Bianca, Bianca Belair, those guys. No. No, because that's not gonna help her develop. It's just gonna I feel like she's still too green in order to go directly to the main roster. You know what I mean? Exactly. But moving on, like you had said earlier, uh, Becky Lynch is the new NXT Women's Champion, uh, which now makes her officially a Grand Slam champion in the WWE. She is the sixth woman to do so. And also, it, pro it also brought mine and Trico's... Shoot, I completely lost what word I was going to say. It brought mine and Trico's hopes and predictions t to light that we made last week, Trico. We could actually celebrate. Bimbo Barbie is no longer the NXT Women's Champion. But now the question is, are they going to do a rematch at uh, at NXT No Mercy? I wouldn't be surprised if they do, but I mean, look at what they're doing with Dominic right now. They ran the rematch back at Great American Bash. But he still has the title. I think they're actually going to get... I, I hope that they don't do the same to her like what they did with Charlotte. But we'll see. Well, we'll get to that uh, in a moment uh, well, once we get get more down to the line. Uh, uh, why is the main roller killing the NXT ratings or is it helping the ratings? Well, we'll get to that in a few moments. Yeah. Anywho, moving on from that, Zilla Fatu, the son of Umaga, has left Reality of Wrestling, which is Booker T's wrestling school, over uh, Eric Con 
irreconcilable. I can't pronounce today, apparently. Irreconcilable, di irreconcilable differences. Sorry, David, go. don't kill me. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's wondering, David's our editor, and I'm just making sure that he doesn't kill me because of all these bad stuffs that I keep on saying. Hi, David. He's virtually waving hi to you all right now. Anywho, <laughs> Zillafa 2 has officially left re Reality of Wrestling. Um, a lot of people are now speculating that he's going to be on his way to WWE to go into the NXT brand. I personally would have no qualms about this. Don't make that two assumptions. What if he goes somewhere else? You might never know. So don't jump on the WWE bound yet. So let's nah, just he wait. Part the nah, he a part of the Anawaii family. They all go to WWE. I mean, who can say she? he might go to Impact because he got another family member in Naomi. So, well, I'm just saying at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if if every time an Anawaii female pops out a baby, Vince is just standing there with the WWE contract ready for them to sign. Well, we'll get to the Vince in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Also, uh, Jojo Offerman, the widow now of former WWE superstar Bray. Wyatt uh, has finally spoke out for the first time since since Wyndham's uh, passing. Did you by chance see that or no? Yes, and um, and I forgot who said this uh, 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 when they mentioned about JoJo. So I say they should rehire her back as a WWE uh, announcer. They should. No, I always thought that she was a really good announcer. Like they actually should honestly give her her job back. Like not just simply off of you know because her husband died, but I mean I also know they're probably struggling right now. That's my that's my thoughts. I think that they should rehire. No, I definitely think that. That would probably be best for the family. Something that probably wasn't the best choice to make. Kevin Porter Jr., a member of the Houston Rockets, was arrested on allegedly assaulting his girlfriend, WNBA player Kasir Gondrezik. Um, now, well, that's just that's just they got he didn't hit her with a brick. Well, apparently he already tried hitting her with a car. According to reports, this isn't the first time that these two have had issues. So, in my mind, I mean, toxic relationship is toxic relationship. If your relationship is getting this bad, where you're trying to hit your partner with your car it might be time for y'all to go your separate ways would you say the same trico what is it what is he trying to be like rikishi or something i did it for the rock i did it for the people like my goodness uh anywho moving on to uh basketball side of things uh lebron is planning to commit to the 2024 olympics he wants to play for the usa team do you think he's just looking for a payout or is it just he wants to have one final run before he fully retires uh just like michael jordan this will be the last dance. This will be the last dance. Yeah, because uh, this is probably going to be the last time he gets to play with um, with his best friends that, that you know, be, uh, be uh, outside of the court with. So I think that this will be the last time. This will be his last Olympics. Right. No, and I mean, he's overall had an amazing career, so kudos to him. And at UFC Fight Night in Vegas this weekend, does Alexa Grasso do it again and beating Valentina? Wow. Do you think that she'll do it again? Anything can happen. Yeah, no, I agree. And how does it feel saying in this day and age that Chris Sabin is now a 10-time X Division champion? Wow. Yeah, he beat Leo Rush last night at the uh, Impact 1000 episode. That's like close to like Jericho winning the Intercontinental title for like 10 times or more. Oh, yeah. No, he'll definitely go down as one of the greats in Impact history of all time speaking of speaking of greats tracy brooks was also was also announced last night that she will be inducted into the impact hall of fame at this year's bound for glory event in chicago seeing as that she was one of the first original knockouts i don't disagree with this decision whatsoever hmm. i mean it is what it is 
And with that, that rolls out of our mainstream highlights. And before we move into our next topic, if you haven't already, make sure that you're following us on all social platforms, threads, Instagram, and TikTok at Respect the Combat. On Twitter, make sure at RTC Podcast One. We're going to be coming on to YouTube soon. And also we'll be making sure that we have a website out soon as well. But stay tuned on all that information. There will be more about that at a later date. With that being said, now moving into our next topic, which honestly has been throwing the entire combat combat world in a whole fuss right now. Endeavor has officially launched the TKO group, which will be the official company between the WWE and the UFC. So it is now 100% official. The UFC and the WWE have officially merged into one company. They will still be doing their own events, but now Endeavor owns 51% of TKO Holdings Group, while Vince only owns 16.5. Both companies have made statements, but where when I say both companies, I mean Dana White for UFC and and Triple H for WWE. They both have said that they are not trying to get the other brands' fans to become fans of their product. Their main goal is just to bring in top dollar revenue. But at the same time, they've also teased major crossovers, crossover weekends within the same city for major UFC and WWE pay-per-views. For example, Rumble, Mania, International Fight Week, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, etc. What are your thoughts on this one? Trico. Okay, this is gonna be a long one, folks. So all the RTC kitties, come around, y'all. Come to um Uncle Trico here, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all a story. Alrighty. It's story oh. time with Uncle Trico, baby. Thank you for it very much. I love story time with Uncle Trico. So we all knew the writing on the wall. Vince, this was never about selling the company. This was about him either going in power or gaining interest within the company because other companies like Amazon, Disney, NBC, like other stuff, they did not want to work with Vince. They did not. They were only rather with, with Triple H, Stephanie, and Nick Khan. So, Ari Emanuel, that was the only guy that Vince knew that he would be able to control in power. But at the same time, but when the announcement of the merger come to fruition of WrestleMania season, that was like for employees. Hey, employees, and listen, the, the merger's gonna happen. But right now, we don't know what's gonna happen to our jobs. We need to go out in Indeed, Craigslist, or any other job hunt that we could do because we don't know we might get fired or laid off. And guess what? It happened, folks, because there are some people and certain executives that be on the desk that they just got laid off this week. But the the real bigger story is when are the roster is going to get laid off because that's going to be the biggest story. Well, we don't know when it's going to happen, but it's uh, we don't know if we're going to announce it on the podcast or where we be break down the news on the social media, but that's going to be the biggest story when the, the, when the roster gets uh, uh uh it gets cut we all know budget cuts is gonna be it's gonna be coming we don't know when oh, yeah. but yeah. we will definitely have to have uh, that in stock for y'all but i was gonna now, say i've already actually made a posting saying that there's already been there's already been multiple reports stating that today today there are going to be multiple releases from not only the main roster but from nxt and it's supposed to happen at honestly any moment now it's supposed to happen today yeah well we don't know when it's gonna happen but well we well, all we can do is just expect the uh the unexpected when we get a, a full announcement as far as dan white is concerned he is no longer president either he's no longer president so dana white vince they are no longer in charge no more no nope. more. well yeah no they're not the heads of the company anymore they're really not they're just making they're just making residuals and the moral of this story kids is don't sell your soul for money well it's not really like sell your soul uh for money it's just that but trying to be 
try to gain the power. Like, right. what, what, what we come up? What money comes first, then power, and then respect. They focus on the middle one first before they go to the first one and then go to the last one. Right. No, I agree. I completely agree. As far as Endeavor is concerned, this could either be a new beginning or a beginning of the end. We don't know. This is just the first week. We don't know what's going to be for years to come. We don't know yet. We definitely don't, but we'll definitely have to wait it out and see what happens. Moving on to our next topic here. And um, recently, PWI did release their top 500 list for top 500 wrestlers this year. And we're going to just react to the first. We're just going to react to the top 10 because if we went through all 500, we'd be here forever. With that being said, number 10, Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Number nine, the Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander. Number eight, Orange Cassidy. Number seven, Kazuchika Okada. Dear God, someone. I'm not, I'm not going to call him out on that. I'm not going to call him out on that. Number six, MJF. Number five, Vikingo. Number four, Gunther. Number three, John Moxley. Number two, Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief. And number one, Mr. I Hate Football, Seth freaking Rollins. Do you agree with this list, Trico? I'm not mad at it either. Because if I had to pick my top five, I would put Gunther as number one, then Seth Rollins, then Orange Cassidy, then John Moxley, and then and Carmelo Hayes. That would be my top five. Okay. Honestly, for me, I'd say number one was MJF. Just because from a promo basis and also wrestling match basis, he's been putting on entertaining matches and entertain entertaining segments all year long. <clears throat> number two, I would put Seth. Three, I would actually put Gunther. Four, Roman. Five, John Moxley. Those would be my top five. Not a bad list. And with that being said, now we'll be going over our Victory Road highlights from last weekend, which starting off, Jordan Grace did make her return successfully to beat Deanna Perrazzo in a surprising matchup where the most of us, I'm pretty sure, thought that Tommy Dreamer was taking the loss and that he was going to be retiring. Uh, Tommy Dreamer actually beat Kenny King and is your new digital media champion. I didn't really see this one coming at all. I really didn't. And that was the only title change of the night as Leo Rush, MK Ultra, the Rascals, and Trinity all retained in their matches. And we both uh, said and we both said he might be retired, but I still said expect the unexpected. And this happened. No, no, I know, and damn it. I genuinely thought I honestly genuinely thought that this was gonna be his retirement match. But like I said, the rest of the champions throughout the night did retain their titles. It was announced via Twitter. I'm not saying X. Oh la la. We're saying Twitter 11 days before Bound for Glory at Destruction in Rio Goku. The machine, the Motor City Machine Guns and Josh Alexander will face Okada, Tanahashi, and Ishii for the. They're not IWGP titles. They're the never, they're never titles. They're not IWGP. No, you do not call them IWGP titles. No. Anywho, they'll be facing them for the never open weight six man tag team titles. That'll be fun, whereas we already have Leo Rush and Speedball heading over to Destruction on the same day, on October 9th, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. It'll be a three-way dance for that, which that's going to be a fun match. So it looks like Destruction is going to be somewhat of a Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling collaboration, which I have no qualms about whatsoever. And Gail Kim at Impact 1000, which that taping occurred the night after Victory Road, she took a bit of 
of a rough bump. During her five-on-five knockouts tag team match, Velvet Sky pulled her off from the ropes, and she took a nasty hit on the back of her head. She did hop on socials later on that day to let everyone know that she was okay and that she didn't suffer any type of concussion or anything like that and that she'll be fine. And as stated before, Chris Sabin is now your new X Division champion, and with that, he is now a 10-time X Division champion. Trico, did you get a chance to watch any of the highlights from Victory Road? Oh, yeah. I think it was pretty good. Like I said, the most shocking one that, that, that Tommy Dreamer won, I was like, dang. I'm like, this man is going to continue on till he's in his freaking well, uh, 100. God damn. Be, he'll, he'll be up a, he'll be up at Kerry Morton's age and he'll still be wrestling. I still remember that NWA promo that freaking Kerry Morton did one time where he was just like, yeah, I'm old, but you know what they say. You just got you to gotta go home, do, get a hot bowl of soup. And then do it all over again the next day. I'm like, wait, that's the secret? Just a hot bowl of soup? That's it? But any hoosers, before I probably make Trico even more confused, UFC 293 was also last weekend, where in a very shocking middleweight title bout, Sean Strickland defeated Israel Adesanya via unanimous decision to become the new UFC middleweight world heavyweight champion. Yeah, that that was a shocker for me. Oh yeah, no, I think that shocked everybody. Like, nobody was expecting him to win. And then, also, UFC is currently under fire because of homophobic slurs that were said during multiple post-fight interviews. How do you feel about that one? I mean, was it? Uh, I'm not surprised on that one. Yeah, I I feel like they would be a little bit more sensitive nowadays since it's 2023 and, you know, everyone has, a, has an opinion and everyone gets overly sensitive about every little thing that's said. But obviously that didn't click with them. And with all that being said, we'll be right back. Lily, welcome to our third Barkery. Oh, I can tell business is going through the woo. <laughs> but seriously, we need a reliable way to help keep everyone connected from wherever we go. Well, at AT&T, we'll help you find the right wireless plan for you, so you can stay connected to all your drivers and stores on America's most reliable 5G network. That sounds just perfect. Terrific. I Labrador you. Round of applause. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, and secure for your business. And just like that, we are back. And Trico, how are you feeling? Doing good. Yeah, I'd say about the same. I'm doing pretty good. And now to hop into our flashback moment of the week, only because we haven't done anything TNA related and they decided to do it this week at Impact 1000. We're going to be talking about the second ever Feaster Fired match. Now, for those of you that are not aware of what Feaster Fired is, Feaster Fired was basically TNA's response to Money in the Bank, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that's basically what it is. Except nah, that they- I think that was more for the S Division when it was doing the, um, the S Division match. Mm-hmm. Well, eh, maybe. Um, I mean, personally, I feel like this. I feel like this is f- fairly close to the Money in the Bank briefcase matches. But just to explain, so there are four briefcases set on the four corners of the ring. One briefcase has a world title match contract in it. Another briefcase has the X division title match briefcase in it. Another one has the tag team championships briefcase, and then the last one is a pink slip. So that's where the fired part comes from. The Feast of Fire. Now, in this one in particular, it was Alex Shelley versus Chris Sabin versus Jimmy Ray versus Lance Rock versus Sanjay Dutt versus BG James versus Consequences Creed versus Cute Kip and Shark Boy. So, the four people that walked out with the briefcases were Hernandez, Homicide, Jay Lethal, and Curry Man. Now, Hernandez ended up getting the world ended up getting the world title briefcase. Homicide got his hands on the X Division briefcase, 
Jay Lethal got the tag team title briefcase, and unfortunately, Curry Man got fired. I mean, I never liked Curry Man. Like, what was the point of all these dumbass characters? Like, Shark Boy and Curry Man, and what the f- I, f- I can't even remember the other dumb stuff they've done. I mean, it's better than um than Lava Girl and Shark Boy. Okay, at least- Okay, but that's a movie, though. Like, see, it's okay to do it in a movie. Like, why are you gonna bring in a guy dressed like a shark, call him Shark Boy, and then have Halfway through, halfway through, the character all of a sudden becomes a ripoff of Stone Cold. No, that was more like an embarrassment to me. What they did on that one. That was more like an embarrassment. I mean, was there anything back in the day from old school? T- I mean, okay, not okay. I'm not gonna lie. There is some like good old school TNA from back in the day. I mean, it's not like the, the WWE did some bad stuff in the past when it was in an attitude era, ruthless aggression era, but it all happens. So it that I, I it's just all bad. Sometimes you have good creative and you add some bad ones. No, you're right. I agree. With all that being said, from the past 1,000 episodes of TNA Impact slash Impact Wrestling slash Global Force slash G4 slash what? What I I say this as a joke because of how many times the company's name has changed over the years. But what would you say was your favorite moment of all time? I'll give you a hint. You want a woo battle? You want a woo battle? I was going to say the same exact thing. That was hands down one of my favorite. It's it's still one of my favorite promos just from wrestling of all time. <laughs> but moving on to our final section of the day. And before we do, if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. If you're on Instagram, threads, or TikTok, at Respect the Combat. If you're on Twitter at RTC Podcast One, we're now moving into the gaming portion of things here. And Trico, have you gotten a chance to play Mortal Kombat One yet? Yes, I have, and also NBA 2K24 as well. Okay, give me your opinions on both. Uh, this is for Mortal Kombat One. This is kind of like the, I want to say the multiverse era, because when we last played Mortal Kombat Eleven. And the aftermath, that was like Mortal Kombat's version of Avengers Affinity War and Endgame. Okay. If I can make, if I can make sense of that. No, that makes sense. And then what would you say about NBA 2K24? Just because I've been reading the reviews on that game and they have not been fun. They have not been nice reviews at all. Um, The only thing new I would say about it is that um, in the My NBA era, you have a like five different eras you could choose from. You can play from the um from the Lakers and Celtic dynasty. You can play from the Jordan era. You can play from the Kobe era. You can play from the LeBron era when he was with the Miami Heat. They got it. They put him on there. They got. I, I'm loving that era. And then you have the 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 modern version. Okay. All right. So you so for the most part, you'd say that you don't really have much complaints on it. No, nothing really complaints. It's, it's pretty. It's just pretty much the same. I gotcha. I gotcha. Now, did you catch the did you catch the Nintendo Direct or the State of Play yesterday? Yes. Okay, and what would you say for both of them? Let's hope that the Nintendo uh, redirect it's more uh appeal to the audience. I was going to uh, I was going to say sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say um I noticed that is it just me or is Nintendo just remaking a bunch of GameCube games? I mean, what else can they do? Try to make something original? I mean, they haven't had none original when 
when when they last had the GameCube. I mean, yeah. that was the, that was the only time where um you could buy a game from either PlayStation, Xbox, or GameCube. Now you can only buy a game from either PlayStation or Xbox. Right. No, I get what you're saying. And then State of Play, I heard, ended up actually going quite well. Man, I can't wait for for Spider Man Two. Uh, that that's gonna be exciting. And then I'm surprised how the Avatar game looks. Um, uh, I mean, this is, uh, no matter if it, if the gameplay uh, sucks or go, or good or not, I just want to see uh, how it looks, especially with Avatar being the most um, dominant franchise right now. And I know some people would love to see how the gameplay is, uh, like just uh, just living the life uh, in Pandora. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. Like, it's gonna have its more. But um, we have to wait and see how people d- does. On the game, we got a little teaser of the gameplay, but uh, we have to wait and see how they do on the gameplay and get, and get um, people's reviews on it. Right. No, and I completely understand what you mean about that. Oh boy, Trico, it has yeah. begun. The releases have begun. Um, it hasn't. It's not. It's no roster members yet, but reported by PWI Insider, uh, WWE Executive Vice President of Development and Digital Jamie Horowitz and WWE Executive Vice President and Head of Marketing Catherine Newman are no longer with the company following the merger. I mean, should I be surprised? No, not really. But now we're just now we're honestly just waiting and seeing who these talent releases are going to be. And that's why I told y'all when we get some. Talent releases, that's going to be the bigger story. Yeah, but unfortunately, we'll probably be coming with that next. Unfortunately, we'll probably be coming with that next week as one of our main topics. So be prepared for that, people. If we have something uh, breaking on, on social media, we'll definitely be coming uh, coming you with that already. If um depends on uh, if they do uh, any budget cuts before we do our next week's uh, podcast, but we'll keep up with everything with y'all. And uh, and everything else. Yes, definitely very much so. And with all that being said, we appreciate y'all taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us. Stay tuned for next week. As like we said, we're expecting to report about some WWE releases that are planning to happen today. And lots, lots more. As for me, my name's Eric. He's Trico. And like I always say, if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on all platforms. If you're on Instagram tiktok or threads at respect the combat or if you're on twitter at rtc podcast one and with that being said hope you all have a good weekend deuces